here and we were talking about week seven our value picks for DraftKings and FanDuel as well as our NFL free money Sunday betting investment picks so it is week seven there are injuries and changes all over the place there to be honest are not that many great games this weekend it's a um, pretty shitty slate but that doesn't mean that you can't find some great players and win some big money this weekend so I'm going to go over our picks, uh, some contests to look at, out for, and investments. So, Big Dog, what do you got? All right. Welcome to the jungle. That is week seven. Uh, not really a jungle, though. Like you said, just looking over the slate, there's just blah. Really not not, not a lot of games that are really catching my eye. Uh, obviously, the Patriots-Steelers game should have been awesome, but uh, Roethlisberger's out. Um I don't know, maybe San Diego, Atlanta. Um, but uh, that's that's normally how I start. I look, try to look at all the spreads, at, uh, a little all the games, and try to um, take away all the games that have low spreads. So like Minnesota, uh, Philadelphia, uh, 39.5 over under. That's really low, so I'm not going to take anyone from those games. Um, but just looking around, <clears throat> I think uh, Jeremy Macklin uh, is – value that I can find. Um, they're playing, uh, Kansas City is playing against New Orleans, uh, which you figure, you got to figure it's going to be one of the higher scoring games of the weekend. Um, the Saints' defense, as everyone knows, not great against the, uh, the pass. Um, so I'm looking for Jeremy Macklin. He's only $6,700 to have a big, big weekend. Yeah, I like that pick and uh, I like that game. I think definitely I've got some players um, Coming from that game as well, uh, probably going to be one of your your higher scoring games. Uh, so New Orleans, they haven't been doing that well this year, but they have the number one passing offense in the league. So uh, picking up players from that team are never a bad idea. Yeah, that's I, I always I always get stumped with New Orleans because you know they're going to score points. Uh, but Breeze like really distributes the ball to all of his receivers, so it's really hard to find what receiver you think is going to go off on any given week. Um, but if you're doing multiple lineups, it's always a good idea to have a, um, some wide receivers in there uh, from New Orleans for sure. Um, and then my second player of the week um, is going to be in the uh, Atlanta-San Diego game. Uh, I'm going to go with Devontae Freeman. Honestly, this is just a gut, gut feeling. I think uh, – Coleman's had a few huge games, and I mean, Freeman's looked really well, uh, really great this year, too. Uh, but I just have a feeling that this is going to be the game that Freeman just goes off. Uh, he's only $5,900. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in that game. Uh, so I feel really good about him. Yep. Um, another really high scoring game. I think that one might be interesting to watch from you know a scoring perspective. So uh, I think that's. 
definitely a good pick. And uh, Freeman was definitely one of my top players to look out for going into this year. So I think a good matchup for him. Yeah, and I think um, also from that from from the Falcons, I'm going with Matt Ryan and uh, as a quarterback in most of my lineups this week. Um, I just think if there's going to be a lot of points, they're at home. Um, I'm going to go with him in most of my 50-50 double ups. Um, if you're in some of the big tournaments, you might want to maybe fade him because that's probably going to be the consensus uh, pick right there because I think a lot of people are looking for a lot of points from this game. So in those tournaments, you want to go against the grain. Uh, so you probably wouldn't want to get Matt Ryan in a tournament play, but if you want a consistent pick, I think Matt Ryan's the way to go. Yeah, uh, I yeah, agree. Uh, I yeah, agree. Uh, I Just a little technical difficulty on my end. That was weird. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, little little amateur over here. I uh, love that. Um, I have Matt Ryan going in a number as well. Uh, they're number one. Atlanta's number one in total yards. Uh, number two in passing yards at 329. So uh, Ryan is a great pick there. And uh, just remember that when a quarterback goes over 300 yards in DraftKings to get another bump, um, extra points, just like when a wide receiver goes over 100 yards. So uh, picking up a player like Matt Ryan is a solid choice. Cool. So uh, getting into my picks for the weekend, my number one, I've got uh, Mike Gillisley on the Bills. Uh, so he is their number two running back, but McCoy um, it looks like they're saying now he's a game-time decision. Earlier in the week, they said he was totally out, so it keeps going back and forth. Uh, but if McCoy is out, Gillisley is the number one running back. Uh, they're going up against Miami, which is uh, not a great team, but it's a division matchup, so they always look pretty well against them. Um, he's only $3,000. He has a touch touchdown already for the year, and kind of the um, extra ice on the cake there. The offensive coordinator for the Bills uh, started in week three. They fired their old offensive coordinator. The new guy is the old running backs coach. And we've seen a lot of running backs get the ball, get a lot of heavy on the run game um, in the past four games. McCoy had three touchdowns last week. So uh, look for Mike Gillisley, $3,000 to be a really good value running back. Yeah, I think overall it's just a really big test, too, for Buffalo this weekend. Um this is weird. We are uh, we got one week left in October, and uh, they're still showing signs of promise. That doesn't happen often. You know that more than anyone. Um, so hopefully they can get a big win uh, against Miami and maybe solidify themselves as a solid team uh, here going forward. Yeah, uh, this is definitely going to be a big game for the Bills. If they beat Miami, uh, it'll really, really help their chances in the division. Um, already have beaten the Patriots, which like never happens, so... Uh, yeah, if they can win um, without McCoy and go 5-2, and it be huge, huge, huge for them. So uh, my next pick, I've got Mike Wallace on the Ravens, uh, wide receiver, $5,800. They're going against the Jets. Steve Smith is out for the game, uh, and Wallace had a pretty good game last week. He's got three touchdowns already for the year. Uh, the Jets are just you know, falling apart as it is. So I definitely look for Mike Wallace to have a really good game um, against the Jets. Yeah, I was big on Mike Wallace going into the season. He's too big of a talent to, 
I don't think the last few seasons uh, really represented like what he could actually bring to the field. I mean, he's a, his speed's unbelievable. He's quick. He's fast. Um, and especially with Steve Smith out, I, I've been riding him the entire season, and I, I think you're right. This weekend, he should have a pretty good game, especially in the number one wide receiver position. Yep. And uh, going over wide receivers, my last one, also on New Orleans, I have Willie Sneed. So, as we touched on before, New Orleans is probably going to have a high-scoring game. They're the number one passing offense in the league. So, um, why I've got Sneed in there is he's had a toe injury as of late, but uh, they're coming off a bye week. He looks good to go. Uh, he was getting about seven targets even when he was having uh, had that toe injury. So... Assuming coming off a bye week and good to go, um, he could be set up for a pretty good game. Uh, the only risk is, like you mentioned, Breeze tends to spread the ball around. So, a uh, chance that they could go to some other players. Yeah, uh, but like I said, I mean, someone's going to be getting those points, and yeah, that, that's a pretty good call for this week. <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, I have an honorable mention. I uh, don't usually pick defenses in this uh, lineup, but I like the Ravens against the Jets. Um, the Jets have decided that their starting interception thrower is going to be Geno Smith this week. So uh, I love the the Ravens going up against that, probably getting uh, maybe some picks or some fumble recoveries. The Jets are doing what I, I said they were going to do. I mean, I don't like to say I told you so, but I, I told everyone so from the very beginning. That Fitzpatrick was going to do this, going to have a couple of good games, and then completely fall apart. And we're there, and Geno Smith is the the starting QB in uh, in New York, and the Ravens are going to take advantage of it. It's that simple. Yeah, I like that. You definitely nailed that on the head. You were saying that before the season even started. Uh, you you were spot on. It's it just like it's just It's truly amazing uh, with the AFC AFC East, like. I don't want to keep bring this back, everything back to the Patriots, but like none of the other three teams can ever get their act together. And there's things like this every single season out of at least one of the teams. Like Miami's garbage, the Jets are absolutely disaster, and the Bills look kind of legit right now. But I mean, it's for prior years, Buffalo is the ones that are looking like disasters. It's like if the three of those teams could just get their act together, like and actually give Patriots a run for their money, it might make things a little bit more interesting. Uh, but instead, you have. Patriots playing for the AFC Championship almost every single year. Um, yeah, I mean, could, could be better to get a little bit of a it, it, bit of a starting quarterback situation on, on all the other teams, but maybe that would help. I don't know. I don't know what's the deal, but Geno Smith starting—that's that's disaster. Yeah, um, it took um, two snaps. Was it last week to throw an interception um, when he came into the game? So. <laughs> Um, I, I love it. Um, it, it sucks that the only win the Jets have this year are against the Bills, which is just so frustrating that, that that kind of shit happens. Um, but yeah. It's actually one of the best games of the, best games of the Thursday night slate. So that probably was the best game of the Thursday night slate. Games have been horrible. That game was actually pretty exciting. Yeah, that, um... I, I was at a, a bar in New York, not a Bills bar, and I, I had a few uh, few whiskeys, was cheering pretty loud, got a few uh, few Jets fans in there riled up, but then I uh, had to hang my head on the way out. But uh, we were we were looking good for so yeah. long. 
Um, all right, cool. So now that we got those picks, I think it's time for our investments. As a whole, we did pretty well. Uh, two wins and a push. Uh, the push was Detroit. They won by exactly three, which was the over/under, or was a which was a spread. So push there. Um, I picked New England uh, to cover the spread. Got that one. Um, and Jeff picked Washington against uh, Philadelphia. So uh, he won that one. So there we are. Uh, two and two zero oh, and uh, and one as of last week. So that brings my my total for the year at seven, eight, and one. Still trying to get over that fifty percent, uh, five hundred mark. But got uh, a few guys this week that I'm pretty confident about. So the first one, which uh, given everything we just talked about, I'm amazed this is even an option. The the Jets are favored by two against Baltimore. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm betting the farm on Baltimore plus two. <laughs> on that one, um, I I don't I don't get it. It uh, honestly, I, I don't understand that one. Um, I mean, if there were a trap game, maybe this is it. Uh, it's one of those things where you got to look at it and you go, "Does somebody know something I don't?" But uh, I don't see that one. Baltimore plus two all the way. Uh, second one I've got is San Diego Atlanta. We touched on this one a little bit. I like the over. It's fifty five. It's pretty high, but. I do think that this is a shootout. Uh, both defenses have given up a lot of points in multiple games this year, uh, and you've got a couple of quarterbacks who love to air the ball out. So uh, I'm liking the over for a high-scoring game, San Diego-Atlanta. Probably one of the more interesting ones to watch this weekend because there's probably going to be a lot of action on both sides. And then, finally, this is a, uh, as close to a guarantee as you're going to get with New England. Uh, New England minus 7 at Pittsburgh. Big Ben is out. Uh, hopefully that would have been a pretty good game with uh, Ben in the game. But even with him there, I would have given New England the edge. With him out, I think it's uh, a foregone conclusion. New England's going to uh, come away with that one. Uh, I mean, at least a touchdown. I like the seven. Um, six and a half would have been a guarantee. But at minus seven, absolutely taking that one. Yeah, um, I want to fade you so hard, but I... I can't fade any of those. Those are all awesome. I am probably going to put my entire kitchen renovation on uh, Baltimore. I they're three and three. I don't know. You're right. I mean, maybe someone knows someone we don't know. But holy smokes, minus two to the Jets. Like after everything we just talked about, uh, yeah, I'm going all in on Baltimore. Yeah, I mean the only There's thing there is out. it's. Um, I mean, just looking at a number standpoint. It's home for the Jets. The home team gets three points, just that standard. So you would say at a neutral field, it would be Baltimore by one. Um, but even at that, it's uh, it, it's kind of hard to, to see how the Jets would still come away with a, a lead on that one. So, yeah, I, I, love, I love, love the Baltimore one. Yeah, me too. 
Cool. And uh, before we head out, just a couple of notes on uh, contests this weekend. Obviously, our big thing is how to how to make money. So multiple con uh, multiple lineups definitely the way to go. You've got a lot of different players that um, you know when you're talking about value players that could have a big game or could be bust. So the best way is obviously multiple lineups, and then looking at the contests and looking at what the payout is. Not every contest pays out the same amount. So you want to look for some that uh, pay out the top 30%, the top 25%. Uh, usually they don't pay out less than uh, 20%, but just do the math real quick when you're looking at a couple of different contests enter, see which one gives you the best chances to actually end up in the money. And then look at the, the buy-ins. There are some tournaments that are 25 cent entry, max 50 entry, and the top place pays out a couple thousand dollars. So for a quarter, you could win two grand. Not a bad payout, not a bad return. So uh, you can max out your entries for $12.50. Go for it, check it out, um, and also check out our guys, RotoQL. Quick job, RotoQL. Quick job, quick shout out. Cool. Any closing thoughts before we uh, head out for the weekend? No, just a pretty not that exciting of a of a slate here, but um, uh, maybe that means the board's wide open for fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Good day to uh, take your time making chili and fix up the kitchen. Don't worry about the games. Just worry about your fantasy. Yeah. All right. Yep. That wraps it up. Good luck, everyone. See you next week. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand, in other words, baby kiss me. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you.
You 